And welcome to Thrive with Julia. And today, my guest is the delightful Zag Wolf, who's come all the way from Texas to share some things with us today. Welcome, Zag. Thank How you, are Julia. you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really happy that you're here with me today because we've spent so many fun times together and we've explored all kinds of interesting ways to feel wonderful. Indeed, indeed. Uh, from Tantra to Jnana Yoga. Um, energy work and body work. It's been a lot of fun over the last few years, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's a great respite to be here from my month-long travel. Ah, that's great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, so as, as Zach said, we've, we've actually you know, studied together, and um, we were involved in the, the uh, Tantra study program. So we'd like to share some things from that program with you as we go through today and give you a few little tools you can use so you can feel more energized and more wonderful. And also, Zach's got his own ideas on some fun things um, from the Kundalini Yoga tradition for us. So you're probably thinking, what the hell are they talking about? So what is this Tantra stuff anyway? Uh, because most people think Tantra is all about endless sex or something, right? And Better what, orgasms, what longer sex. Yeah. Um, in, in, indeed. In the, in the West specifically, we market Tantra and energy work uh, as a way to increase uh, sexual pleasure and uh, longer uh, and uh, better sex with your partners and with yourself. Um, and indeed, that's a benefit of it. But as you and I have talked about a lot, that's just a, that's just a part of it. Yeah. Um, and it's not the foundational beginning work at all, right? No. We, we jump to the advanced stuff. Yeah. Well, people want to always <laughs> gallop that horse before they walk it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. you got to learn to walk first. Um, yeah. You don't want you don't, you don't to drive a race car until you know how to drive the station wagon. <laughs> yeah, things like that. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of the uh, benefit to Tantra and to other forms of energy work, whether that be Kundalini Yoga or even uh, the yoga uh, anybody might practice, mm -hmm. is really becoming more aware of both of your body and your energy field. Mm, exactly, exactly. Becoming aware of it because, let's face it, um, many of you here may perhaps not be used to body awareness. Maybe there's something we can share just around that, like... Like, um, for example, where are your shoulders right now? Like, are they up at your ears? Where are they? Just, just check it out. Just roll them a few times. And release and relax your shoulders a little bit. I like this one where you, where you bring your shoulders up and go, huh. Yeah, that's great. Let's all do it. <sighs> Doesn't that feel better? I feel better. <laughs> Already. I know, right? So, so these are the, like really simple things everybody can do. Absolutely. And nothing that we would share with you anyway is, is complicated. It's... You don't need to be in a great athlete to do any of these things. Not at all, right? It's no. for every single body. Even people who are laid up in bed can do these things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I uh, no longer work in an office, but when I did, yeah. um, I, I, I would simply, when I felt blockages or when I just didn't feel, when I felt tight inside, um, I would very often just push myself away from the desk and do a couple of uh, shoulder rolls and just take a good deep breath. Mm. Um and then after the breath, just let it out in a verbal sound. And oh, could you show us that? I, I can absolutely Maybe show you that. You can then, that. You guys can then do it after sure. you show you. And you can do this in your office. People used to ask me all the time, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong. Everything's great now. So I would simply just push myself back from the desk, and I'd lift up my shoulders and drop them a couple of times like this, and then take a deep breath. <sighs> just like that. 
do that two or three times until you feel the energy or the tension leave your body and you're good to go for the next couple of hours. Mm, that's fantastic because I think for me anyway, I'm, also, I'm often not aware of, that I'm holding tension in my body, you know, especially the shoulders and neck and we're hunched over a desk. But I think we, we, we have this inherent holding pattern that we've watched Basically, we watch everybody else be all tight in their bodies, and as humans, we tend to mimic. Um, and and often you have no idea that you're holding all this tension until you suddenly let it go, and you go, "Wow, I feel so much better!" Right. Right. And we're actually, I think, socialized not to uh, make sounds, not mm-hmm. to uh, be obtrusive, um, mm-hmm. and as a result, we don't we don't do these things naturally. We actually hold our tension in, uh, and. Um, uh, we're actually taught not to do this. It's rude, mm-hmm. or it's 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 not socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, just these small practices can really be helpful. Uh, not only in making you aware of your own body and how you hold energy in your body, but also uh, releasing that energy uh, when it's not serving you. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you remember from our tantra training days. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one exercise I thought that would be fun to share with everybody that I just love and I found it so effective and everybody can do it. And do you remember that shaking one we oh, did? Yeah. yeah. So did you know, I mean, think, okay, think about this, guys. So think about when an animal has a trauma, like a deer almost gets run over, runs in front of a car and, or maybe, you know, gets slightly hit. If it can stand up, the first thing that deer will do is shake right? It'll shake because it's a natural response to let go of trauma and tension in the body. And so for all of us, one of the best ways for for us to let go of all this tension that we don't realize we're holding is to shake. And let's all do it right now. And we're going to show you sitting down because we're all sort of cozy here, but you guys could stand up Mm -hmm. and just begin with shaking your hands, your wrists and your elbows. it and maybe you're going to breathe a bit deeply too while you're doing this Ah. 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 that's right it feels so good just to breathe and let out the sounds I just imagine doing this in a a conference room or somewhere in your office where people can see you and they're like, what are they doing? (laughs) When I worked in Nature magazine in London, I did all these crazy things. And actually, people would start doing it with me because they realized I was feeling good. Okay, so now just just shake your whole back. That back all shaking and the neck a little bit. And then maybe stand on one leg if you can and shake that leg out. Try to get that ankle loosened up because we, we actually carry a lot of emotional stuff in our legs mm-hmm. and our ankles. And um, in Bali, where I take groups to most years, um, there's healers there, and the whole thing is shake out your feet and legs and ankles every single day and release any negativity. So, you guys, you can hold on to something right now and just shake, 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 shake your right leg out. Keep it going a little bit more. Yeah, and then shake your left leg out. And by the way, I'm going to post a video link to this whole shaking practice that you can do with me. Um, if now isn't a great time, that's totally fine too. If you're driving, this is, you know, it's not much you can shake. Yeah, don't, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, and then shake your booty. <laughs> Get those cheeks flapping around. And then a little bit of head. Like, see if you can just shake those extraneous thoughts out of your head, the thoughts that you don't want to have. Shake them out right now. Just give it a good old shake that neck loosened up 
and then shake everything all at once. All of it. Maybe mouth open again. Oh, cheeks. I know we sound goofy, but we don't care, right? (laughs) It's okay. Oh, and then just relax. How do you feel? I feel great. Right, me too. I'm all sort of buzzy and electric. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and that's, you know, something that interests me when when we talk about uh, these movements of shaking, and they look silly, and uh, Mm -hmm. you may feel silly doing them in front of people, but you can really think of it, and we've talked about this, mm-hmm. about the idea of tricking your body into an ecstatic state, mm. right? Um, when your body is in an ecstatic state or when you have the energy flowing and everything's going, um, y- y- your body reacts in a certain way. But if we can make the body do those things, mm-hmm. then we're literally tricking the body into that ecstatic state. And we all want more ecstatic state, right? Mm -hmm. We all want to feel vibrant and amazing in our lives. And, you know, for me, one of the great things about tantric practice, I mean, forget the idea of doing it with someone else. No, the foundation is is starts with you. In fact, when I do a teacher training, I spend the first six days only working with individual practice that helps to clear your own energy field. And you can understand your chakra system, you can understand how energy flows and how it and why it gets blocked and learn ways to clear it. Yeah. And even one day one day workshops or, mm-hmm. or three or four hour workshops, um, I uh, I would always start with uh, having each of the participants do the energetic work within themselves before they begin to share that heart energy or even that uh, third chakra energy mm-hmm. with others. So- when we say third chakra, some people might not know what that is. Let's we could that actually is our energy center right around our middle, right? Yeah. Yep. So actually, we should even back up further because I know a lot of people listening may be like, "But I don't feel my energy. I don't even quite know what that is." So my suggestion is like if you do a couple of these exercises that we're going to give you links to or that we'll give you a taste of even today. Like just now, when you did all that shaking, could you feel a tingling? Because mm. that even that is a sign of energy. Or here's another one. Remember when you rub your hands? Oh, yeah. Rub your hands together like this. Really, really, again, if you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> but rub, rub, rub your hands. Get some friction going. And then hold your hands just a few inches apart. And can you feel a little magnetism in there? Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a force field. May the force be with you, right? It's and energy. You can even press it together a little bit if you can yeah. feel it and compress it. And I've, I've had very scientifically minded friends who say, well, that's just heat friction. Yeah, right. That's not really energy. Well, you know what? Heat friction is heat friction's energy. As well. Yes, As well. It is. There's yeah. all kinds of energy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to think that the kundalini or the creative um, energy that we flow in within us is any different than the energy that's all around us it's all the same. It's, all the same. it's just about how it translates through our systems mm-hmm. and how we can share. Yes, with it is, and and it's so important that we have free flowing because it's like a hose pipe that gets kinked. Mm-hmm. If not, if that hose pipe gets kinked, then we feel often constricted and stuck, right. and you know the bodies get tight oh, as can, well, right? Yeah, it can lead to all kinds of things. I mean, it can lead to sicknesses. Mm-hmm. It can lead to adrenal burnout. It can lead to uh, uh, all kinds of things, and. Uh, just the simple act of uh, shaking every day or breathing, mm-hmm. um, uh, self-pleasuring, mm-hmm. uh, 
can uh, all help to release those energy blocks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so a little energy work is good for us. And maybe we will talk a little bit more about um, some more specific practices that we do in Tantra that might be helpful. And again, we, the, you can have the full link to a video of this um, that we'll share with you afterwards. But um, you know the pelvic rocking that mm -hmm. is kind of nice to do. So if you guys want to stand up again, or you could lie down with your knees bent and your feet on the floor, either way would be fine. And just begin to put your, put your awareness in your tailbone and just start to rock it back and forth a little bit. So the tailbone presses down to the floor and then lifts up. And if you're not sure where your tailbone is, just go to the very bottom of your spine and, and, and touch the bottom of your spine. That's sort of where your tailbone is. It's the bottom bone there. So then just play with it back and forth. And at the same time, open your mouth and breathe. That's it. Just back and forth and breathe. And this is what we call the pelvic rock, and it's actually the foundational movement for all of, for a lot of our tantric practices that help to clear our energy field. And normally to this, we would add a specific breath where, for example, we might breathe all the way from that root part of us into the heart mm -hmm. and back down. So like make a sort of breath, circular breath, inhaling up to the heart and exhale down. So you guys could try that even right now. Inhale to your heart and exhale down. So if you're lying, standing, doesn't matter, or sitting, we're rocking, sitting and breathing. <sighs> yeah. And you're just getting that nice gentle movement that helps to loosen up the lower back muscles and open up your root more so you can actually connect more with that basic earth energy that we all get nourished by. Um, and it's sort of like your power pump for the rest of your mm. energy field, right? That Absolutely. Root. Yeah. And, you know, these movements that we're doing, they're not just, uh, whether this is in Tantra or whether it's in Kundalini, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's many hand movements or gestures. And uh, they're not just for show. They're not because mm -hmm. they're choreographed. It's because they help you to move the energy. So you can mm -hmm. think of pulling energy up through your system and then pushing it out or pushing it back down, depending mm. on how you want to circulate it. Yeah, you could even like send it to somebody else's heart or something. Mm -hmm. Just play with these practices is fun yeah. when we have couples, for example. Sure, right? or send it as a fountain around yeah. your own body, and you recirculate that energy yeah. uh, across. Um, and then you can always add the 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 the, the, the bonds as well, right? Mm. Um, uh, I forget the name now. The bandhas. Uh, the bandhas. Oh, yes, we're getting technical uh, now, right. Kundalini mm. Yoga, but hey, they're um. like energy locks you can do. It's a little more advanced, <laughs> but anyway. But, you know, it just brings me on to think of something else. And what most people don't realize is that one of the goals of both Hatha Yoga, when it was traditionally taught, and Tantra practice, as more traditionally taught, is to clear what they, I'm going to give you a technical term, it's called the Sushumna Nadi, and it, it's a Sanskrit term, but it, it basically means the energy channel that runs very close to the spine, up and down in the energy field, and clearing that is one of the goals of really most of these practices mm -hmm. that originate in the East, but also I think with a lot of the, our modern breath, breathwork practices mm -hmm. too. 
because again, when, when that channel's open, your energies can flow and you can have so many more ecstatic experiences right. on your own or with someone else for that matter. Because right? you're available. You're mm-hmm. available to the universal energy coming within you. You're available to share your uh, energy because you're clear mm-hmm. w- with other people or even to uh, to run it within your own energy field and energy system. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the name of your podcast is Thrive. Yes. And so, you know, how does this help? Well, that's a great question. How, do, how does this help you every day? Well, for, for me, when, when I do my energy practices... Um, I just feel I've got so much more energy for my whole day. It, like if I do it in the morning, because I really like to do just a few minutes even of this sort of breathing or the, the pelvic rock we just showed you. I lie in bed and do that. I bend my knees, pelvis back and down, breathing. And even a few minutes, oh my gosh, the energy starts flowing in me and I'm happy already. It cheers me up. It encourages me. And the great thing is, this is something you don't need anyone to, for, to with to do it. You do it all by yourself. Yeah, and, fantastic. Yeah, and I, uh, you, when I talk about Tantra, I talk about these practices with other people. And I was at, I'm always asked the question, what is it? Or mm-hmm. what are you teaching? And I often will say that I'm teaching presence. I'm teaching how to be here in the moment because I find that when I'm able to clear that energy channels, mm. when I'm able to allow the energy to flow through me, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the stories that I'm telling myself mm. about myself or about the world clear away. Yes, because the body, mind, energy field are connected. So when we clear the field, we also clear a lot of the garbage in our heads mm-hmm. that keeps us stuck in stories and and judgments and things like that. Right. So absolutely. And, you know, Zach said teaching presence. And, yes, uh, learning to be present is definitely a big part of tantric practice as well. But it starts with yourself. Because unless you're aware of your own body and where you have your blocks, you know, you, if you're not present with that, you can't really be fully present with other people True. in a very available way. Yeah. Right? And I'll just circle, I'll mm-hmm. go full circle to where we started yeah. the conversation about tantra specifically. Um that, you know, in in the West specifically, we like to market or talk about Tantra in a way that benefits sex and sexuality. Right. Um, and we can, benefits are, can be uh, longer directions, uh, longer, longer pleasure. Yeah. But when I talk about it with couples and with people, um, I talk about the idea of being present with your lover. Yeah. Because you can have 30 minutes of penile vaginal contact Mm. but you can have hours Mm. of energetic presence and energetic exchange with your partner without ever having um, with your clothes on because like all our training is done with your clothes on and and you know and isn't that great for people who are maybe older or you know and and perhaps those things don't work so well for example i mean there's so many great benefits to learning these practices where you can have lots of fun and you don't even need to take your clothes off right or even for couples just getting to know one another right don't you don't have to like no, you can spend uh, a, a weeks, months getting to know someone energetically mm-hmm. and having those exchanges that are uh, having the pressure to... To perform, perform. let's say. No, yeah. no, because it's all just a fun exploration of delicious presence and shared breath. And when you share breath, you share energy, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, so... 
Wow. I, yeah. There have been studies that I find very interesting about what happens when people eye gaze with one another. Oh, yeah. Their breathing synchronizes, their blinking synchronizes. Mm. Uh, they, you can, we can measure uh, how they become connected with one another. Mm. Um, and that's true whether you're eye gazing with somebody hmm. or whether you're synchronizing your breath with somebody. Um, a great exercise that I like to try with my lovers is to actually synchronize our breathing as we're in the act of mm. sexual Right, pleasure. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But again, you need to have body awareness to do it, so mm-hmm. we, we always start with the individual. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah, fabulous. Well, you know, um, another thing that Zhang and I were talking about earlier was how a lot of people have been struggling during COVID times mm-hmm. with loneliness, lack of connection, lack of touch, and of course, the dating scene has gotten really tricky, you know, with the whole COVID thing. And I know for me, I mean, I know you haven't been single the last few months, but um, I've been single some of the time. And um, touch, I mean, we all need touch, don't we? Absolutely. Um, I have a very good friend uh, who wrote a book um, about touch. Mm-hmm. And uh, the act of just ha- the oxytocin that's created by the, the connection with another person, uh, the, the, the feel of uh, the, org- the skin is the largest organ in the entire body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it needs that touch in order to maintain its health and for you to maintain your uh, sanity. <laughs> yeah, yes, for some people. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, for me, one of the things I've done because I wasn't getting touched by somebody else, mm-hmm. I mean, I have wonderful, I had a wonderful roommate for a while, but, you know, not quite the same thing. Um, was I had a practice of self-oiling. So I got a nice rose-scented massage oil. And I would just simply oil my skin with like a stroking motion, you know, stroking the arms and just oiling. For one thing, my skin loved it because I tend to be really dry. But I just said, you know, my skin needs to be touched all over. And if no one else is going to do it, guess who's going to do it? Me. And it's a great practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do it in the shower, of course, too, with, with um, you know, soaps and things. But I like to do it after a shower. Sure. And Why not? Uh, I, I used to spend quite a, time, quite a long time in baths um, doing that. And also mm-hmm. something you can try if, if you want to have a sensation aside from your own hands mm-hmm. is using things like a feather oh, yes. on yourself or uh, other uh, things that you can use to rub on your skin just to give yourself a nice sensation. That's a great idea. Like some people buy these mitts. There's like mm-hmm. a sheepskin mitts and fur, like rabbit fur. Anyway, I don't know people like fur, but, you know, there's furry mitty things. Mm-hmm. But you can just, again, give yourself sensation. And, you know, maybe next time you have someone to share this with, you, you can play with that with them too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, we, we, we need touch. Our skin needs it. Mm-hmm. I think we, well, babies, of course, we know they don't thrive when they don't get touched right but it doesn't really change as we get older I feel for myself touch is so necessary and of course we're not giving everyone hugs these days perhaps like we were so you've got to do something to help yourself so there's another practice for you guys Wow, well, gosh, we've had a lovely chat. Indeed. Yeah, and I I really hope that you guys have learned a little bit more about the potential of uh, tantric practice and what it can give you as an individual and of course potentially give you with a partner too Um, and like I said we're going to post some links 
that you can have access to videos which will show how to do a fuller practice of some of these things we talked about, right? And um, I want to thank you for joining me today, Zach. It's been a delight. It has. I'm glad I could stop by my way uh, from Austin, Texas. Right. Absolutely. I live in Sacramento. We're the crossroads of California. Everybody (laughs) stops here. (laughs) Right. Yes. Thank you. So we'll see you next time on Thrive with Julia. Thank you. Bye.